hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Strengths. This is going to be a very productive episode. <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm talking about those. I'm talking, I'm talking directly to you, you executors. Those of you with at least four or more of those executing strengths in your top 10 strengths and your top 10, you know, if you have four or more, even if you have three, that's still pretty good too. So first off, what am I talking about? For those of you, this is, if you're, this, is, this is your first time listening to my show. My name is Eddie Villa. I'm a life business strengths coach. And what I do is I help people be who they authentically are at a higher level every single day with everything they do, in particular with their life and business. And so what I love to do is talk about the Clifton Strengths <laughs> the Clifton Strengths assessment. If you don't know what that is, go to gallopstrengthcenter.com. It's amazing, and if you want to learn more about it, go to one of my earlier one or two first or second episodes and listen to that, and you're going to love it, because basically what I do with that assessment is I talk to you, like directly, and I can't wait to talk about this concept, but we're going to talk about today is the executors. So for those of you guys who have been listening to my show and you know who I am and what I do, I want to share with you uh, some thoughts about this domain. As you know, the executing domain, these are... These are the, the, the domain that really points to getting things done. I like this subject a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a very productive one, right? Obviously, we're going to talk about getting things done. Now, um, let's kind of just go at this from a global or like a wider view for just a second. What we're talking about here is if in your top 10 strengths, if you've got those purple executing strengths, right? Like, for example, um, discipline or responsibility or consistency or deliberative, right? If you've got those purple strengths in your top 10, a ranger, focus, these are a lot of fun. I've got a couple myself. And what I want to talk about today is where, where you struggle. Uh, my hope is in this episode, I'm going to cover some areas where you struggle so you can make a shift and be a little bit more productive be a little bit more focused, and I'm going to prove during this episode that who you are can never be too much. Yeah, yeah I know you're thinking, you, you know what I'm thinking about. You know what I'm referring to. It's, it's honestly, it's, it's interesting to me that um, in the domain of executors, the majority of the people with these, uh, with these strengths can often worry and feel like who they are can be overbearing and too much for other people. Uh, most often, executors overwhelm people because of their ability to get things done and be productive. So we'll talk about what that is in a minute. First off, let me give you my my relationship to executors. I happen to be married to one. <laughs> okay, my my amazing wife Angela. Her dominant domain, the strengths that she has the most of in her top ten, is influencing, just like me. But her secondary is executing. And what that means is that she loves to do things in a way that honors her desire to move people forward and get things done. Get things done. That is, that's important to my wife. And it's not about fast or slow, it's just about making sure that things are getting done. You know, I love about, what I love about this domain is that whoever, you know, all of you, all of you that have this domain, or maybe you know someone who does, in this episode, I'm gonna teach you how to stay focused using it, which I know it's easy to do, 
but more importantly, how to help other people be similar to you. I know that's what you want. We'll get to that in a minute. And for those of you who do not have these, these strengths in your top 10, um, but there's a good chance you either know, care about, or work with somebody who's got them. So I'm going to show you how to, how to figure them out, even if they haven't even taken the strengths assessment. First off, let's talk about executors. Executors are very focused on productivity. Um, they tend to, and I'm going to use this word a lot, tend to, because I don't, I don't really, uh, you know, it's, it's never really been productive to say all of them are this way. But I have noticed a pattern <laughs> with my strategic strength that they tend to um, wake up in the morning with a feeling of the score is zero. A feeling like the score is zero and they're going to wake up and they're going to put together their list of things to do. Why? To get points on the scoreboard. Right? Yes, there's a scoreboard, okay? <laughs> if you're not an executor, I promise you, there's a scoreboard. They wake up feeling like the score is zero and they put, you know, they put things in their list of to-dos to get points on the scoreboard. And then when they go about their day doing their things, if they get something done that wasn't on their original list, well, they make sure that they add it to the list and then cross it off because they're not going to ever do anything that doesn't get them the points. They're going to make sure they always get those points for everything they do. It's important to them to be productive. Now, I want you to understand something very important, though. It has nothing to do with speed. And it has nothing to do with being productive with everything. It just has to do with being productive. For example, you may know a person with a lot of executing strengths who appears to be taking forever with getting things done. But I promise you, if you stare at them and watch them, they're doing something. And they're doing a lot of it. Even if it's not what you want them to do. They're doing a lot of it. And uh, yeah, especially if, like, if you happen to be married to one, for example, like I am. It's not, about, it's not about being productive with everything. It's about being productive with anything. Okay, always. And you can also tell an executor by the level of patience they have when it comes to talking about things that are analytical in nature. <laughs> I'm laughing because my wife is totally like this. It's like, they, it's like to spend a lot of time trying to understand the why behind the why behind the why of everything is an extreme waste of time. <laughs> They'd rather just be doing. And I'll explain what, how they do this. It's, it's actually pretty cool. But they, they hate it. They hate it. They can't stand it. They can't stand talking about the analytical nature of things. And guess what? My amazing executor wife is married to an analyzer of things, a strategic thinker, if you will. So execute, people with the executing dominant domain tend to struggle with people of the strategic thinking dominant domain. Why? Because they can't see the productivity. They can't see it. Strategic thinkers, the majority of the, pro the productivity that comes through from them is in their head and it cannot be seen from the outside. Where an executor would say things like, well, what's the point of that? <laughs> they would say things like, 
Well, that sounds, that sounds like a waste of time. Or that doesn't get you anywhere. And so on. You know, obviously there's a lot of judgment here, but it's okay. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's all right, executors. I feel you. You can always tell an executor by how fast they talk and how quickly they get to the point. They don't mince words. If you ask them, if they needed to explain something to you, they'll do it in a sentence or two at the most, and they'll just get right to the point. And they can be a little, um, well, I have a friend named Spring, and she's awesome, and she would describe it as pokey, which is her term for uh, not very um, gentle. <laughs> okay? So a person of dominant, uh, dominant executing strengths would be very blunt, and a relationship builder might be uncomfortable around that because this person is not interested in the touchy-feely. Now, I'm not saying they're always like this, but typically, okay? Typically, who knows? You might be an executor with a secondary relationship building, and some of this might not apply. But generally, for the most part, a lot of executors are kind of to the point. And it could be difficult for the relationship builders to deal with. Because they're just like, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. I just want to get it done. And a lot of times, executors will love to, um, not always, but they enjoy kind of just telling people what to do. And they have no emotional attachment whatsoever. One of the things I love about executors is they're not, judge, they're not judgy when it comes to, um, okay, let me say this again. They're typically, they're not judgy. They're more important. It's, it's not about judgment. It's more about, hey, do it or not. Get it done or don't get it done. I just, I've got things to do and I'm relying on you to get this done. And the last thing you want to do is tell an executor you're going to do something when deep down inside you're not sure. So I'm going to tell you right now, don't ever do that. Don't ever tell an executor you're going to do something when you're not 100% sure you're going to do it. You won't see them very often. They won't be around you very often. Uh, and, and it's because executors tend to, uh, tend to avoid people who are, in their minds, unproductive. Okay? So anyway, that's, this is some of the areas where executors struggle. Right here. Executors, the dominant domain with the executing strings, they tend to struggle when it comes to people, uh, most people, people who are, like I said, analytical, over-analytical, over-thoughtful. In their minds, they call it overthinking, right? Whereas strategic thinkers are like, there's no such thing, <laughs> okay? They also tend to struggle with people who are moved by emotion, more than logic. Uh, for example, like getting all excited at a, like if you go to an event and someone like, oh, this is interesting. So, you know, sometimes you go to events and the speaker or whatever, or somebody comes out and the first thing they do is they get up on your feet. Let's go. Woo. And they start like pumping everybody up. Typically executors don't mind doing that, but only with the <laughs> with the intention of, are we going to get something done today? You know, that so they don't really, they, executors tend to struggle with people who are led and guided by their emotions rather than their strict, their schedules or their calendars or their to-do list. See, executors believe in creating flow versus relationship builders who prefer to go with the flow, right? Executors, um, 
they, they, what's the word I'm looking for? They, um, they point their way, right? Executors tend to, to point their way towards some solutions, whereas relationship builders tend to feel their way through solutions. And executors can automatically go, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds like a, a, a recipe for disaster, right? How do you get anything done if you're busy like a, like, a, like a bag in the wind just kind of floating around, you know, or a feather in the wind? Executors also, um, when I say they create flow, they dictate what's going to happen in their day. Uh, so you'll see strengths like discipline being very high, whereas adaptability being very low. Now, not always, but this is how you'll tend to see it. Um, it's, it's, it's totally possible for a person to have discipline high and adaptability high because those are two different domains, but you'll typically see them at opposite ends of their strengths report. So, uh, for example, a relationship builder will know what they want to get done and then they'll start connecting with people. Whereas executors will know what they need to get done and they'll start doing it. Um, strategic thinkers love to think and learn and create, you know, uh, based on their thoughts and visual, you know, ideas. Whereas executors learn and create by doing. This is one thing I learned uh, recently with my wife. She's an amazing woman when it comes to being strategic, but she doesn't do it in her head. In fact, my wife hates being in her head. Uh, her, just like me, has deliberative very low. Um, and it's not, it's not that, I mean, deliberative is an executing strength, but it requires a lot of thought. Deliberative is a lot, there's a lot of activity that's happening in your head. And, I'm, and in fact, I think in many ways it's, it can be a strategic thinking strength. But what I'm bringing up here is um, people with executing strengths prefer to learn by doing things. Now, if, you're, if you haven't taken the assessment yet and you know someone like this, you, you can, I can help you with this. I can help you with relating to them better and understanding them better. But more importantly, using their ability to get things done to help you and them at the same time. See, one of my favorite strengths is the most common strength that shows up, which is achiever. And achievers can work like nobody's business. It's like, uh, it's like they're like an alternator in a car, constantly recharging themselves. They can do it like, like oh my gosh, they can do it any time. They can just, in the middle of the day, they're a little tired or whatever. They, they get their, their list out and get back to work and they're just, boom, they're fired up again. They know how to do this. But the thing about achievers is they hate, and I know this about every achiever, they hate feeling like their hard work is being abused or not really getting them anywhere in the long run. They believe in their ability to work hard, but hate, hate when it's being misused or, um, uh, let's see, be, uh, it, it turned into just quote unquote busy work even though achievers enjoy being busy. So when you think about that strength and you think about, well, how do achievers, or I should say achievers with a dominant domain, now this is important, it's not just achievers, it's achievers with a dominant executing domain. That means that they have three or more executing strengths in their top 10, 
and one of them is achiever, then this applies, okay? It's possible to be a relationship builder with achiever and this won't apply. This is why knowing all of your strengths is absolutely 100% critical to understanding each of the strengths and how they work and how you work. So now let's take a second and let's think about this for a second. If you are an executor, all right, I want you to think about something that you've been trying to produce, but it feels like the harder you work on it, the slower you move. It's like the more productivity you throw at it, it just seems like nothing changes. If you happen to know somebody who's like these things that I've been describing, and you've been trying to figure out how to relate to them and how to love on them in a way that honors who they are without having to change who you are. I want you to listen to this next part. So first, let's talk about the executors and how do we shift this. Number one, it's important to understand that you don't need to be anything that you're not. And I would say this to everybody. Stop trying to be something you're not. Stop trying to even think that you have to be something that you're not. And I know, I know you think it's easy for you to not be something you're not. But I, I'm going to be honest with you. You're no different than the rest of the, people, of, the, of the people on this planet. You can engage in activity that is extremely unproductive. It is possible. And I'm going to bet that whatever it is that you're struggling with right now, is because you're thinking that who you are might be too much and you're trying to be something you're not. So here's what you do. You go and you take a look at your bottom five strengths. And for those of you who work with executors or, or live with executors or, or married to one or in love with one, then have them show you their bottom five strengths. And look at where they go when they feel like who they are is too much. Or and I mean this occasionally, occasionally think that they're not enough. Those five strengths right there are where you are going when you are thinking what you are doing or who you are is not working. It's not getting it done. You're probably going to see some analytical strengths in there and some relationship building strengths, some strategic thinking strengths, I mean that is. You're probably going to see them in there. And what I want you to do is take a look at those strengths and ask yourself, okay, what is the value of those strengths? Why, what, what, what would the value be for you if you had those strengths in your top 10? And if you, once you figure out what the value is, say it like this. Well, if I had that analytical strength, then I would be able to understand why people around me don't do what they say they're going to do, right? Okay, brilliant. Let's pretend that that's your deal. You know, shape it like that. If I could use that strength, then I could, I would be able to do this. If I had that strength, I would be able to do that. And then what you do instead is you take a look at your top 10 strengths and find your most productive strength, your most productive executing strength and then ask yourself how do I do it that way 
using that strength? How do I get that done using that strength? Now, this is what's wonderful about the strengths report and understanding this is not about knowing what you're good at and you're not good at. It's about how, what to do so that you can get more, be more productive. And for those of you who are working with, in love with, married to, or, or know an executor, understand this, is that both of you want the same things. Both of you want productivity somewhere. But you go about it one way, and they go about it in a different way. This is what helps us all understand and love on each other more without having to change who we are. This is the most important piece to working with other people is understanding that both of you want the same things, but you go about it in completely different ways because both of you have something more important. Both of you have something different in mind when it comes to how. An executor would just go around getting things done and telling people what to do. A relationship builder will go around connecting with people and seeing how they're doing. But in the end, what is it that you want? The result that you want is going to be the same. Once you understand that, once you understand that we are all, we all want the same things, but we are going about it differently because of what we both value. Executors value productivity. Relationship build, builders value connection. Strategic thinkers value thinking and learning and expanding and growing. Influencers value moving people forward. That's how it's done. That's how you start loving on other people that are not like you. And executors, you don't have to worry about overthinking. You don't have to worry about analyzing anything. You don't have to worry about being, um, you know, using those relationship building strengths if you got them in your bottom five. You don't have to worry about it. You can be, you can build amazing relationships and you can be very analytical and even creative by getting the job done. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you all enjoyed the value of what I'm talking about today. And I hope you share this show with somebody you know who's an executor or struggling to work with an executor. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.